Good morning and welcome to Montrose Fresh from the Montrose Daily Press. And we're here to bring you a closer look at our top stories, events, and more that matter to us here in Western Colorado. Today, Montrose County has opened its own in-house parental visitation program with integrated services aimed at reducing a family's involvement in the child welfare system. And later, the stalking case against a former Montrose resident was dismissed with prejudice on Thursday, just days before trial. Today's episode is brought to you by Elevate Internet. Whether it's for your home or your business, they offer the best speeds at the best price. Right now, if you refer a friend, you can get $25 off. Give them a call for more information at 844-386-8744 or visit them at elevateinternet.com. Now our feature story. Montrose County has opened its own in-house parental visitation program with integrated services aimed at reducing a family's involvement in the child welfare system. The Family Togetherness Guidance and Support Program provides court-ordered supervised visits for families with dependency and neglect cases. Although Montrose County Health and Human Services will continue contracting with outside vendors, county officials say other providers can become overwhelmed with requests, so they want to work together to ensure there is enough availability for supervised visitations. The program is located in a secure suite at Montrose County Health and Human Services. The suite is controlled by electronic security badge access. Visitation is being provided by a county employee, but not a child welfare employee. Currently, she can supervise about eight families at different times. A second staffer is being trained to accommodate eight more. CASA Executive Director Carlton Mason said that nonetheless, perception of neutrality is a concern. His organization provides court-appointed special advocates for children who are involved in civil dependency and neglect cases. These caseworkers specifically represent the child's interest in court. However, CASA provides many other programs and services, including supervised parenting exchange time. CASA is among the vendors that contract with the county to provide supervised visitation time. Mason said CASA will maintain a commitment to provide the courts, children, and parents with a neutral third-party supervised visitation provider. The hope is that this site will provide a safe place to put children and family interests first. Montrose County Parenting Time and Coaching Supervisor Alicia Nelson said that the safety of children and staff is a high priority and that they've already received positive feedback from parents. As a result, the county expects that its in-house program will reduce spending on outside provider services by about 50%. CASA charges the county about $35 per hour for supervised visitation services, with roughly 30% of scheduled visits getting canceled on short notice, while only about 20% of CASA's supervised visitation budget comes through grants or donations. The county's Family Togetherness Program integrates nurturing parent classes and other skills teaching intended to help parents learn what they need to reduce their time with the child welfare system and the time for which children may have been temporarily removed from the home. The Family Togetherness Suite has infant and toddler rooms with appropriate toys and gear, a teen room with video games, including a vintage Pac-Man arcade game, a small playground area, and a kitchen area with washer and dryer to provide educational opportunities during supervised visitation time. 
For more on this story, visit us at MontrosePress.com. You can also stay up to date on Neighbor. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.montrosepress.com. Also, if you haven't already, check out our new show, Motown Knows. You can listen at montrosepress.com slash podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Next, the stalking case against a former Montrose resident was dismissed with prejudice on Thursday, just days before trial. Prosecutors filed to drop the charges against Michael Bronner, who was accused of stalking his then-neighbor dentist Daniel Hatch. The prosecutor's unsparing motion to dismiss came after months of defense allegations that the district attorney's office was slow-walking evidence discovery in the 2021 case. Defense attorneys Nicole Savino and George Brockler of the Sawyer Legal Group accused the district attorney's office of thwarting the discovery process and of imperiling Bronner's fair trial rights. Not only was there reasonable doubt, they said, but there were procedural defects and failures. In his motion, Brockler asked the court to send a clear message and deter future violations. Bronner, a Vietnam and retired airline pilot, said that he thanked God that this nightmare was over. He said he can finally get back property the sheriff took nearly two years ago, including the only existing photo of his dad. He also said he remains incredibly disappointed in how the Montrose Sheriff's Office and the District's Attorney's Office treated him. Bronner was charged with felony stalking and misdemeanor ethnic intimidation. The conduct alleged in the now-dismissed case entailed emails, social media posts, and behavior on his own property. District Attorney Seth Ryan said that the burden of proof is much lower for a civil protection order than is the burden for proving a crime, and that played a role in the decision to dismiss. Ryan took responsibility for poor management of the voluminous data generated in the case. He said, however, that the office did not willfully withhold evidence and that the defense in its press release announcing the dismissal had presented a skewed and lopsided view. Ryan said that they had an ethical obligation to collect evidence and be thorough even after a case is filed. He said that contrary to the allegations of willful misconduct, they reviewed the evidence the defense shared, analyzed it against the burden of proof, and determined that they could not meet the burden. Assistant District Attorney Zentner's motion to dismiss came after months of complaints from defense counsel that mandatorily disclosable evidence was not being provided in accordance with statutory rules. District Attorney Ryan said, We are always concerned about public trust. We are always concerned about complying with our obligations under discovery rules. We are taking actions to make sure this doesn't happen again. The case was dismissed with prejudice, which means it can't be filed again. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. For more information on any of these stories, visit us at MontrosePress.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Elevate Internet. Visit them at ElevateInternet.com to learn more. For more than 137 years, the Montrose Daily Press has been dedicated to shining a light on all the issues that matter to our community. Go to MontrosePress.com to subscribe for just $1.99 per week for our digital edition. You'll get unlimited access to every story, feature, and special section. Thank you, and remember to tune in again next time on MontrosePress.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.